Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. It's, it's, it didn't work on me. If they tried, it failed. Right. Or I don't have enough percentage. I don't really know. But it really makes you wonder how much of the American population has this. And if you look at the babies that they show on the cabbage fields, like we spoke of before, mm-hmm. they're all very fat. They're yeah. these chubby, chubby, fat babies. And I'm like, maybe that's part of it you know it's just very strange it's very strange and people will say that's stupid because babies can grow out of it hump day yeah let's get on the choo-choo or get off the choo-choo train of orphans yes that's right we're going to talk about the orphan trains of yesteryear with heidi love returning and uh giving some uh different view uh due to her mormon upbringing and you know her look into you know masonic um ties within the the religion itself and you know the world's fairs and, and what have you so it was nice to to get this view uh and um knowledge uh out on my channel because it's stuff that interests me um if you if anybody's listened to the great deception with matt uh he does a lot of great work on the old world and old world history of things so feel free to go over and give my buddy a a follow a like and a share and uh yeah let's uh let's get into it and do not forget speaking of orphans you know this time of year there's pets that need adopted okay Y'all see the heartstring commercials that they put. Go adopt a pet if, if you can, if you can. And if you do, don't forget about purepetwellness.com. Okay. Pure Pet Wellness provides the best pet CBD in the game, hands down. Okay. Just got a, a couple of new bottles and I, I, I use it on the dogs so much, you know, whether it's joint therapy, whether it's anxiety, whether it's 
you know, their pads are getting a little, you know, dry this time of year. Plenty of products on their website to check out and see what works best for you and your pets. Okay, that's purepetwellness.com. Now enter Ghost at checkout. You get 20% off your entire order and you can use that as many times as you want. You can order seven times in one day and you can use Ghost every single time and check out and get your 20% off. So go to purepetwellness.com and check out what they have to offer. Okay, it's a little late for stocking stuffers, but it, it, it doesn't need to be just used at Christmas. You, you can use this all year round, especially if they have anxiety over fireworks. Uh, hands down, uh, you give them some CBD, boom, they'll, they'll be golden. They'll, they'll relax and forget that the fireworks are even going off. Okay, and I know it's a little far away, but hey, we have three months until spring. Now let's get into uh, DangerousWorldPodcast.com for all your conspiracy soap needs. All right, go there. We got four packs and we got single packs and we got two new scents and two of the OGs. So the two new ones are more on the male side of scents and the other two are just unisex. Still great scents all around. But uh, yeah, go there. And, and and get some uh, good soap that's all natural ingredients. You can eat it if you want to. It's made here in America as well as Pure Pet Wellness is American owned and operated. And uh, yeah, that is DangerousWorldPodcast.com for all that. Now, just a little little hint, okay? We're going to probably, we, we tested it out this past, uh, uh, what was it, Sunday when we recorded The Conspiracy Underground. We did a little teaser. I didn't even tell Ryan, but we went live on my my ex account, okay? Um, formerly known as Twitter. Got to put that out there, right? Because nobody knows it's X anymore, or now. Um, but anyway, did it. It went pretty good. It went pretty smooth. We do have a Twitch channel, okay? Twitch. Go over there and look for the Conspiracy Underground. That is where we are planning to do most of our, our lives, too, when we record um, the Conspiracy Underground, we usually record on Sundays, okay? Um, so just keep an eye out on on whether or not we're, we're live over there or what. But uh, I can't promise anything this week. We did a little little teaser last last week to see how it would go. It, it, it's working. So, again, Twitch, the Conspiracy Underground is our, our channel, okay? Sign up. We have one follower, I think, that somehow randomly found us and i kind of thinking it's matt from the great deception to be honest with you I, I, I it's hard for me to see it doesn't tell me who the follower is i'm sure i'm just dumb and can't figure it out but anyway that's some news um also if you like extra content you like the videos you know what to do patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast three five and ten dollar tiers three dollars only gets you this episode the wednesday episode in its entirety commercial free $5 gets you all bonus episodes, videos, and everything is, um, you know, commercial free. And the $10 is just being a super supporter saying, hey, I love your work. Keep up the hard work. And I love each and every one of you that signed up for the, the $10 tier. All right. I'm going to get out of here. I'm, I think the train's pulling out. Let's go find some orphans and see what this is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fun, exciting, and much-anticipated episode. Another one with Heidi Love coming at us off the train of orphans. This time we're going to leave the Mormon religion a little bit behind. But uh, I listened to you guys and uh, reached back out. And we're going we're gonna to talk about some orphan trains. And it's a topic that hasn't come up on my show yet. Um, I've heard a lot about it you know, through Great Deception and you know some other great podcasts out there. But Heidi's going to... Bring her her research and her twist to it. So Heidi, introduce yourself again. Um, I know the, the 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 listeners loved the first two part episode that we did on the what I called the uh, Mormon Temple of Doom that I got off one of your slides. I'm like, hey, there's the title of the show. So perfect. Yeah, introduce yourself and let everybody know where they can find your podcast. Awesome. I am Heidi Love. I am at the Unfiltered Rise, anywhere where uh, podcasts are served. I also do have a YouTube, and I think I'm even on Rumble and all the things, and Unfiltered Rise at Gmail, and on Instagram for mostly socials. I do have a Facebook and Twitter, but I would say if you want to find me, I'm probably on Instagram. Nice. Yes. Instagram's pretty much where every podcaster hangs out these days, and uh, 
you know, I like hanging out there. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we got to go see what's going on and all the funny things people put together. They're way funnier than I am. <laughs> absolutely. So let's get into what we're going to talk about. What, what are orphan trains for one, for people that don't even know, n- not even familiar with any of the old yeah. world stuff. What is an orphan train? It is, it is a strange phenomenon that I kind of fell down and I actually saw Matt's stuff a long time ago on the Cabbage Babies and it was so weird and, and I thought I got to talk to him because I got to tell him one thing and if anybody's ever seen these postcards, you can go look them up, put in Cabbage Baby postcards. They're very strange. They've got these babies coming out of cabbages. And it's a time period from 1854 to 1929 that these trains ran right around the same time these postcards get big. And so these par- the, the postcards are weird. They're like um, Ann Getty's photos. They're like babies coming out of the water, babies coming out of cabbages, babies mm-hmm. coming out of gardens. But in every photo, I did notice one thing. And nobody really had brought it up and that was that almost every photo there's a woman in a scarlet dress like a scarlet red dress and it immediately took me to the scarlet horror of babylon yeah that's what i was yeah i was just gonna be i'm like hey wait a minute here yes it was so weird and crowley that was crowley's symbolic female figure um you know it it was it was like mystery babylon the great mother of harlots and the abomination of the earth but it's also in the bible in revelation 17 18 the great city which reigned over the kings of the earth and there's multiple there's so many biblical like there's more than that one there's many many biblical mentions of her in revelation mm-hmm. and it's it's mostly in 17 1 through 18 is where i found most of it But the thing that was weird, it says, when the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So again, back to fornication. And this goes into so many things with the Lima, which is Crowley's uh, religion, and also into the Bible. So together we have these two really big dichotomies of like, what is this? You know, when they say she's the mother scarlet whore of Babylon. Okay, so then we go to where's Babylon, right? Mm-hmm. What it, What is Babylon, right? And then you go into this whole new world thinking and this reset thinking and this old world versus new world thinking and a great reset. And so you have all these people. You have so many people here in America that they had to build tons of orphanages all these orphanages for these kids because they didn't know what to do with them and they were literally there's pictures of kids working that are like five and six and nine and sleeping on the streets and all these orphan children from we don't know where Mm -hmm. the the population is low however the child population is high and they've got no parents we don't know why we don't know what happened to all of them now granted i'm saying okay in my mind, I'm like, well, it is the old days. People died, and maybe immigrants got some kids separated. I don't know. You know, I'm trying to think, what would make me as a mother be away from my children, right? right? Not to know where they are. Or like babies, mm-hmm. right? Like these babies. And so I'm like, there are such few things that would keep me from my children that I just couldn't understand it. Now here's the fun part. People hear this and they're like, oh, she's making Mount out of Mohill. It's not that big of a deal because people died back then. Okay. Well, then you start asking people, okay, tell me how many kids that you think were put on just the trains. We're not even talking about full orphanages or anything. Just on the trains and relocated from the East Coast throughout the West Coast. Do you want to take a guess or do you already know the answer? Uh, I'll take a guess because I don't know the answer. So how many kids were put on trains? And relocated. And relocated. I'm just going to... 1,500. Quarter million children. That's where I dropped my cup. I was like, wow. Okay, we've got all these kids. Like, this isn't like a drop in the bucket. I could see 1,500, 20,000 maybe kids. Something like that 
where they're like, okay, their parents are gone. But really, if you look at our population at that time period, it's pretty minute. Mm-hmm. And then half of these people are like, oh, we have these giant, giant places to house the mentally ill at the same time. Okay, that can account for some children. But really, the population, like I said, doesn't sustain the amount of children that is. And people are like, well, there's not enough birth control, sex workers. I don't care how you want to how you want to number this. Here's the deal. It takes almost a year for a woman to have a baby. That's just the cold, hard facts of it. Right. Okay. At least a half a year if you want any chance of survival as mm-hmm. a nurse. Like you can't have a baby even now until after 20 weeks and have it survive. 24 weeks really, you know, back then, honestly, probably more. Right. And so we're talking about to have viable people. Like, can you save a baby at 20 weeks? Absolutely. Will it be viable? Hmm. There's our question we don't get answers to until the kid grows up a little bit. You right. know, that kid might have a giant brain bleed. That kid might have problems with ABCD. We don't know, but we do know this. These kids relocated basically the whole Midwest. And when you think about it, it's so interesting because we watch it in movies and we miss it. I missed it. I remember watching The Princess Bride. And do you remember what she called him most of the time? She didn't, before she knew his name, before she knew do you know this show? This is such a silly show. You, you're probably going to kick my ass because that is one. You've never seen I've, it. No, I've never oh, seen it. It's so cute. I know it's a, it's a, oh, well, it's a classic. It's a Andre cute. the Giant's in it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I should yes. have watched it. I just never have. Well, she calls him. So since you haven't seen it, I'll tell you. She calls him Farm Boy, hmm. and we hear Farm Boy a lot. And if you really rewind your mind and think back up the times you hear that, it's interesting because that was kind of a known thing that happened. And and I never really sat down and went, why? Where'd they come from? Where do the farm, where's the farm parents? Like I get having a farm boy, but then when you have farm mom, farm dad, like housekeeper, maybe something, I don't know, but it's not farm families. It's always farm boy. And that's not the only show that does that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so you see that and you think, wow, I missed that the whole, like the whole time, you know, I I didn't put that together. And so the more I started looking at old movies, they always show you things like revelation of the method is just humongous. (laughs) They always do that sprinkle, right? They like love to mess with us. (laughs) Nah, not, not at all. Uh, You ever watch the matrix movies? Yeah. Not at all. They love, they love (laughs) The government loves you and nothing is wrong. Okay. So they had all these kids and they start relocating him. And guess who's running the trains? You know? Uh, would it be the Actually, government? The Freemasons. Oh, why didn't I? So, the, the, look at the me. I'm like, oh, the government. That basically was. <laughs> yeah. Well, it basically was the government back then. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we're talking. 1854 to 1929. So that was the Freemasons back then and the Odd Fellows. The Odd Fellows ran a lot of the orphanages and the Freemasons. So these people would train a lot of the Odd Fellows actually were orphans. They would be the, the like head boy, like you mm-hmm. see in Harry Potter. And they, you know, all are these kids kind of off on their own, basically in these big schools, but they're orphanages and they're teaching them. And if they do well and they're kind of head boy, then eventually they can become an odd fellow. So and can I, the, can, can I ask a quick question? Anytime, just, anytime. and I might be jumping the gun here, but does uh, the moose lodge come into play at all? No, not the moose, not the moose. But okay. The Freemason lodges do. Okay. Back then, they just were like Freemasons. So they they would bring these kids on these trains because they said they didn't know what to do with them, and they would stop at the Freemason lodges. And they would put them up on the stage. It was one of the few places in town that would have a stage. And they were treated less than slaves, to be honest, because these children were not purchased. These children were given away for free. And... <laughs> They would put them up on the stage to be looked at like cattle to see if they were strong enough to be a farm boy 
or the girls weren't picked as as well, like not small children. It was more these stronger, older looking boys, like nine, you know, whatever. And they would put them up on the stage. And that's where we get the term putting up for adoption. So <laughs> it's actually sad. It's actually something that they did to people to like, look at them, to see if they wow. were like good teeth, good, uh, whatever, you know, like in good health. I'm a huge fan of finding the origins of where we get our terms, like uh, it's just a stupid random one. Oh, yeah, yada, 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 and the whole nine yards. Well, the whole nine yards came from, right. you know, the the shooting the, the gun it had nine yards of ammunition. So he came back, he gave nine, yard, nine yards of bullets to, to the enemy, you know, and you, now you're like, right. oh, well. The whole thing. Yeah, you're like, well, this is where putting up for a dot. I'm like, wow, put up on stage. That was how I was. That's how I was. I was like, some people kind of miss the importance of things, like when you're talking about words. And I, I think they're really important, like you. So I think that everything that we say does have, you know, an impact. Yeah. So, again, I might be jumping the gun. Ooh, you're good. D- does, you does, know me, I like questions. Does the Mormon religion come into play? Because m- the Mormon religion used to, I don't know if it is still anymore, used to be very big on adopting kids. Well, they don't, but you are not wrong on that one. Boy, the Mormons actually have their own social services program for girls that get pregnant and like their own welfare programs. And to this day, to this day, they do that. And they really will encourage young unmarried mothers to put their children up for adoption. And actually, I have a personal story about my family. I had a family member that put a child up for adoption. She was not that young, maybe 17, 16. And I remember I was a young kid and I kept saying, oh, you're having a baby. I was like 11, Mm -hmm. 10. And I kept saying, you're having a baby. And she's like, I'm not having a baby. Stop talking to me. And I'm like, you're having, it's clear. Like I was like 10. I was (laughs) like, clearly you are with child. Right. You you got a baby bump. Somebody kind of come and took me into another room and they were like, you need to shut up because she's not keeping that kid. And I was, I, I didn't even understand like at that point, I, I was like, what do you mean? And I remember being so sad, like, oh my gosh, how could she not have this baby? Right. You know, and her boyfriend was going to go on a mission and whatever. Well, they give this kid up and then they do it because the church kind of pressures them into it and their parents and everybody. These people ended up getting married and having six more kids. Hmm five or six like i mean can you imagine being that child like of that of your actual parents that stayed married and had more children like maybe you just ought to let kids figure it out like i get it it's inconvenient i wouldn't love it if i got a bunch of teenagers i wouldn't love it okay but it wouldn't be my decision to make nor would i push that on my kid right you know that's like something you sit down and discuss not you don't tell them you have to at that point understand this is a, a grown up now, mm-hmm. whether or not they are grown. Cause my grandma was 14 when she had her first kid and they got married and everybody said, you'll never make it. And they did until both of them. Well, he died first and then she died. So sometimes you're wrong. people. Yeah. Like sometimes some things are meant to be. So I think sometimes when they meddle and the Mormon church is known for that and they'll say, no, no, we just help. We're there to help. You know, of course, everything's so sweet and innocent. And of course, what do they do? They turn it around and give them to good Mormon families. And again, it stays like in the, it's kind of like the Native Americans where they can take the baby, but they get to do what they want with it. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in certain tribes, they get a, that baby belongs to the tribe. Right. They can't adopt out a baby unless they have permission of the elders, blah, blah, blah. And they can take the baby and say, no, you don't have to have the baby, but we're taking the baby. It's part of the tribe. You know, so it kind of feels that way to me. Like they almost feel entitled to that. Like, oh, well, we're going to do what we, with it. you know, we're going to give it to this Mormon family over like this Protestant family or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and adoption was such a strange thing at that point. In general, it was happening like, like puppies in a box at the store. You know, like one guy gave his actual testimony on it was like a PBS doc that I watched and he was an orphan trained child. There's very few of them left that you can go see because they're mostly passed away. But they did have a few that they could talk to. And it was so weird. He said, me and my brother, at least he knew like his parents had died or something. 
said me and my brother were together and we were holding hands and he said he wasn't going to leave without me. And some guy came and looked at us and took us home and, and like his wife didn't even know, like he had gone to the store for a gallon of milk and came home with two boys, you know, and I can't even imagine like if my husband did, I mean, it would be so shocking. They were just hanging out around the milk cartons and uh, figured I'd bring them home. I mean, I can't even, I can't even imagine that. And so, you know, he said they were very kind to him and they were actually a family, but many of these children were abused per re repurposed multiple times. Like if, if they didn't do what they were told, they'd be put back on a train, you know, a sexual abuse, I'm sure all of it, but it still just leads me back to how on earth did we have so many kids? And remember, this isn't native American kids. This isn't black kids. This is solely, solely white children. They couldn't come if not. And in the midst of all of this, we've got the old world's fairs happening. Mm -hmm. We've got these fairs going on where they say that they're building fake buildings that were not like real. They were just made out of wood. But if you see the architecture, it. I've been to San Francisco one. I mean, they say that one was different because of the art it held. I don't know. These are magnificent structures. Yeah. And in the midst of all of that, we've got this guy named Martin Cooney. And he decides that even though we have a quarter million orphans that we don't know what the hell to do with. Okay. He's going to save every preemie baby that there ever has been or will be in his area, specifically at the Old World's Fair, and have people come and look at them while he puts them in incubators. They're the incubator babies. And we add these to the orphan trainings on top of those numbers. That's another 8,000 children Martin Cooney saved. Now, he wasn't even a real doctor. Many people have the misconception that he was, but he wasn't. He was a doctor because of all of his, you know, accreditations for mm. what he did. But he wasn't a physician. And many people back then weren't. Now, what he did obviously worked. I'm grateful that it did because I worked in the NICU for a lot of years and, and it's a good thing that we learned. But here's my thing. If you've got all these kids and you already have this surplus of children and people by a couple years got to figure out like, hey, we got to stop having all these kids, but it would still take so many years. Like you're talking one a year. You're not impregnating a million women. I mean, it's right. just not happening. You know, they believed in real family. I'm not saying there wasn't the prostitutes that might get pregnant or whatever. I know there was some stuff, but we're talking about really family values are different then. And they're pretty much staying to each other. I'm not saying there wasn't the occasional cheating husband or prostitute, whatever. But right. that wasn't the basis of the community. You know, these were like people looking to relocate for religious reasons, mm -hmm. even. Right. Right. So it doesn't make any sense to me. I was like my brain over this and I'm like and now they're a sideshow okay now with this Cooney they're like a sideshow freak thing and it just doesn't make any any sense to me so then you're like where did all these preemie babies come from and they this is their story moms would have these preemie babies at home or the hospital or whatever and they would just bring them down there because the baby was going to die anyway and I'm like but you would just leave it there right. like after all those months really like I can't imagine just being like, well, peace out, baby. Like, I'm going to do better on the next one. You know? Yeah, it, it doesn't make, because we didn't have the drug problems that we have today where, you know, they're strung out on heroin or, or crack or, or meth or whatever. And they're just like, oh, I, don't, I didn't even know I had a kid and blah, blah, blah. And, and No, the, these women, the, the, yeah. and I'm, I'm only speculating because I, I, I'm a guy, but if you have something growing inside you, you you have a, a certain bond that nobody else has. Sorry, it's, it's just it's it's yeah. it's fact. And it's strange that they would even if you needed to take the baby to the guy to help save it, you would be like, okay, well, I want my baby back. I'm gonna go every day. Like I've worked in the NICU. The NICU moms come every single day. They want to see their baby. Mm -hmm. They want to bond. You know, like all this stuff. So they just walked away and were like, ah, one down. Who cares? too many mouths to feed that's their story right right and and we're not talking about 500 kids we're again talking about these mass numbers and you're just like okay at what point 
do we start looking into a couple different things? Cloning is one. Did they figure out test tube cloning, etc. before that? Because the little postcards are so strange. They're so, I mean, if you pull them up, you can just see postcard after postcard of kind of wealthy looking women out in a farm picking up these babies, like picking out which cabbage baby they want, this fake baby, right? And <laughs> and they say, like, that was one of the first movies ever created was this Alice Gee lady, and it was a French movie, and she's, like, pulling these babies out of a French film thing, out of cabbages, and they're brand new. Like, when you pull a baby up and they're new, they do some weird things, okay? <laughs> they recoil their legs up. You can uh-huh. tell how old a baby it kind of is. And they were, like, that young, and she's, like, just throwing them down on the stage, Okay, this is like a movie, but I'm like, who the hell is the mom that's letting this happen to their two day old baby? Like these babies are not older than a week. I'm certain because they were still doing leg retracting. Okay, it was weird, like or maybe a month, but at the max if they were small and all. And she's just doing it again and again, pulling these babies out of cabbages. And I'm like, this is so weird. And the original was lost. This was a remake and it's called like the Cabbage Fairy or something weird. And this is like our first this and Santa Claus and a couple others are like the first movies ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like these weird movies. And so you're like watching that and putting that together with the fairs, with this incubator stuff going on. Why did they know that knowledge, right? That this guy that wasn't really even a doctor just was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shove tubes down these babies and feed them and also give them a little liquor to make them sedated and then stick them in a box. And the, and some of the photos are like, can grow a whole baby and like like a whole year's worth of growth in so many days. And then there's these weird other French population ones. I should have sent you some of these weird postcards. Um, but they're like a machine where it says repopulation at the top. These are French. Mm-hmm. It's, of course, a woman in a red dress. She has um, a lock and the man has keys. Okay. <laughs> and this is just a wheel of babies just coming out of this machine. And it says repopulation at the top. You tell me that's not freaking weird. That's very, 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 very strange. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like that, that one was weird. And then, then you fast forward to the the eighties, and they popularized a toy out of this stuff. Yes, they did, and he got this a lot of this from that. And it's such a strange 
story and kind of morbid, right? Like if it's true and this is some weird crap because now we're going to even go back further. I'm even going to go take you back way further. We're going to go back to Isis and we're also going to go back to the deity of Isis, Cybel, who looks and Diana of Ephesus, okay? She's also known as Ashtarte and all these different things. And they have like this woman, it's like a goddess statue. And she just has like her whole body is nothing but boobs. Okay. Like they boob, like nursing boobs. Mm-hmm. And it's such a weird thing to see. And they call her the goddess of fertility. Okay. So you see that and you're like, what's going on with that? But this is even better. And Matt didn't even know this one. I kind of, I kind of got him with this one, which was cool. Cause Anytime you can tell somebody that knows a whole lot about something, something new is amazing. <laughs> right. You know, especially Matt. He's really a studier, he, the, yeah, you know? the, This is his forte. Oh, he is good. Yes. And so I told him about this story in India, and it's it's a story that supposedly took place 7,600 years ago in Karava, India. And they had a woman called, okay, Dr- Dranakyana. D-R-O-N-A-C-H-A-N-Y-A, okay? And they say that she was the first to create clones. Really? In India. And then we all of a sudden get these rich people that start traveling, you know, when it got mm-hmm. popular. Like, I'm going to go to Africa, and I'm going to go to, you know, all these weird places. And so did they possibly find out how, just like you know, that India is also where we got, where Steve Jobs got the information for the iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know that he was a yogi and he was in India. Again, India. I think there's a lot of secrets there because they didn't throw out magic, right? Right. Like a lot of the westernized well, you know, population. Their gods still yeah. you know, they still worship Shiva. And she has yes. a lot of arms. Maybe she's holding a lot of babies. Mm-hmm. We don't even know. Right. The boob one was scary. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> every, every I know guys like, like boobs, but yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, that, that'd be a little little too much. E- even when I watched uh, Total Recall as a kid, and that, that there was that scene where the lady has three boobs, I'm like, boob? yeah, that just doesn't even look right. Like, it, no. You're like, it's not quite right. And then <laughs> that lady's boobs actually looked like eggs. They say it was more like eggs. And so that's kind of creepy because if you go back to, and I talked to Juan not too long ago, the homunculus, right? Mm. And how they grow them and why they even went there with the idea of it because certain things can lay, like bees can lay inside an animal and hatch out of the dead animal, right? right? And just like any parasite animal type thing, okay? So what if they literally figured something out there, you know? Like think of hive mind, think of the things you hear, think of like why... Is this where NPCs come from when we're talking about Matrix and weird crap like that? Like, is this literally, is this what it means when you meet somebody and you're like, are you in there? Hello? You know, you meet people like that in the world that you're like, I'm pretty sure they're not real. You know, and I'm not saying all people, but there are some people out there that that are not the same as other people. One is not Mm -hmm. like the other. Right. Right. Hey, it's ground control to Major Tom. I'm almost certain not NPC level, but like that. Like, where did those genetics, right? Mm-hmm. And there's there's Adam's seed, and then there's the whole question of serpent seed, too, right? right? Where that could cross over. And so it's kind of an interesting dichotomy where you have to wonder, like, is that what is going on? I have to fix my eye. I think it just defaulted. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. I just think it's 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 crazy that you're you're sitting here saying there there was a a quarter million orphans. You were the one that told me once. And if you have that many orphans, like okay, where where are all these kids? There you are. Can you hear me now? Yeah, there we go. Possible. There you are. Can you I hear? knew I lost you. All there right. we go. I can hear you now. Sweet. It, it really didn't like me talking about that. That was weird. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm like, why? That why? Why does she sound like she's in a like so far away from the mic? Because like the last time we recorded, I'm like, man, it, it was picked up great. Can you hear me better now? Oh yeah, is that a actual better? Because I think it reset. You know when you told? I think you were the one that told me once that if you do two shows in a row, or maybe it was Cult of Conspiracy, right? Cult. That sometimes it will mess up your whole thing and mm-hmm. it did it went back to my mic on my camera which is like a webcam clear over there and then yeah so it did that anyway probably for some unknown reason right because i'm talking about cloning right <laughs> so that 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 whole thing is interesting because if you go to nowadays and you go to clone aid do you know what clone aid is <laughs> Is that kind of like Farm Aid, but they just clone everybody? It's literally a company, and it's yes. so creepy because out of Canada, aren't they, they came out. Yeah, they came out in mm-hmm. 2003, and it's this weird guy named Real, and it's realism. It's like a uh, they they put it under religion because they can, because then they get more. They can do more if they put it under religion, right? Because they are exempt from more things if it's under religion. My lighting keeps changing because I'm by a window. Um, So in 2003, they came out and held a press conference on CNN. This isn't cuckoo stuff. This isn't like, I'm not pulling this out of like conspiracies are us. I'm talking about CNN. They went on CNN and said, we just cloned the first ever female. And I'm like, not this is weird. Like I found it when I was searching all this stuff and the girl didn't come, but guess what they named her? They named her Eve. Of huh. course they did. Of course. Why not? So yeah. Yeah. You got to mess with, you know, everything always, it always has to go. And, and why couldn't they name it? Like you said, Sheba or any other religion, right? Any other religion in the world, they could have chose any other thing and probably they never would. Cause it's always Christianity that they come for the attack on. Right. Right. So they name it Eve. Could have, could have, could have named her they, Felicia. Could have named her Felicia. Anything. Well, yeah, they didn't want her to leave. Right. Bye, Felicia. Bye. <laughs> and so of course it was weird. And they're like, all right, we're going to do this press conference. And the lady comes out and she's like doing this whole thing. And then the baby never comes. And they said the parents got scared. Now I looked up like what happened to this baby. And all of a sudden another video pops up and I'm like, this is so weird. Not weird conspiracy video. This is 60 minutes in Australia. I think it was three years ago. And again, this guy, this little real guy, he goes by that name. And he's very strange looking. They look like they're in a cult. Like he has like the bun and like looks like a Japanese kimono type thing on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said, we're almost ready to clone the first baby human. And I'm like, you already did that. I just watched the thing on 2003. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know? So again, they're saying this and they're like, oh, we have parents lined up and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is so strange because this is like years and years and years and years later. And they say that girl is alive and well in the Middle East somewhere. So if you hook all of this together, maybe they really figured it out clear back before and didn't know what to do with all these babies, right? Like ship them to America, ship them to the new world. You know, and I know they did have parents that died and they did legitimately steal some children for the new world as well. They did. But not that, not a quarter million kids. Let's get real. That'd be like half your population of children. Like, yeah, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And then when you go back to it all and you bring it from then and go backward, we went backward, clear back and forward, clear forward and still it's like little slivers of of knowledge, right? And is that what's really happening with celebrities? Is that what really why when you see, oh, Britney doesn't seem like Britney anymore or so-and-so doesn't mm-hmm. seem like so-and-so anymore, you know? And why do they replace them in middle age? Like they say with the baby cloning, it has to happen at a baby. They can't do it like in the middle of your life. Like they can't make me right now, right? you know? Uh, they have to change you back to a baby. So if you figure that out and figure, oh, she made it big when she was 14 and went crazy exactly like 20 years later and they just replace her with a younger, newer her, right? And constantly do that. And they have all these rap stars. There's this one kid, Boo, 
He goes by Kid Boo, and he says he's made in Clone Aid. He has a jacket. I mean, I get it. You could make it. This one is conspira- conspiracy, not 60 Minutes. He has a jacket that says Clone Aid on it. He did a video with, like, a side-by-side, which I think was fake. It, yeah, but, that, but like, that did come out you know, as debunked because I do remember fake. Yeah, seeing that. But, you know, at the same time, yeah, it's conspiracy, but... Are they purposely put up to 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 come out and do that just to get it out there? Revelation of the method, right? Mm-hmm. And just then, like that movie we just watched, yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, okay, he's saying this, but if I bite onto it, I'm going to be looked at as a kooky conspiracy theorist. Right. But what if it's actually fucking true? And they have truth in everything. They everything tell us every, that seems crazy. Yes, yeah, and. I don't know. I I remember seeing that that video probably about mm, two years ago, a year and a half ago, and yep. we might even discuss it on uh, Talk of the Tavern one night. But it right. came out as is debunked and what have you. But I mean, it, even if it was, it, even though it was debunked, it looked real as a real as real as a jacket. Be. You know what? What got me was the jacket looked real, but maybe the jacket and his lanyard thing was real. But like the other whole thing was fake. Like, how do you know? How do you know? Right. You know, he, he says he's like a second or third generation, but there's more than him that jokes about it. There's also this lady and I can't remember her name, but she's like an actress. And somebody asked her, how do you get everything done? And she said, oh, everyone knows we have clones. And and I was like, that's so strange because you will see superstars be one place like clear across the world and mm-hmm. then be somewhere totally else the next day. Yeah. Or there'll be a sighting or they'll say it's a doppelganger and they'll say, oh, people, everybody has a doppelganger. Why do they say that? Why do they put that little weird sh- shit out there like, oh, OK, you know, that that's weird. Like they're getting us used to things, right? Yeah. They're making you just think that that's normal. And then internally, how do we know what's us and what's them? Or how do we know any of that? Yeah, true. And I- what if? What if it goes even further? And this is why the DNA tests became so fucking popular. Excuse my language. Oh, you have free speech on. I usually don't drop the (laughs) F-bomb, but this one gets me. Okay. So what if it, that's the reason why is because they need to know who's real and who isn't. That's a good spin on it because uh, in, in, in this community, a lot of people were banging the drum of, Okay, these DNA tests, well, it's all going to to China. Are they somehow using our DNA to make a bioweapon specifically for certain DNA groups? And I does China does China really care that much? You know what I'm saying? Like like they've already got such like no offense. If you go to anywhere else in the world and I've been a lot of places, I haven't been to China and I haven't been to Japan, but I've been to many, many places in the world. And I'll tell you this, their idea of Americans is not very good. And unless you speak another language or dress up or like my friend went and she hated Italy because she said they treated her weird. And she said, you get to feel like a dumb American. Uh Well, when I went, I made sure to dress a certain way to, I already speak two languages, so it really wasn't that hard. Like, honestly, we got treated so good and everybody kept saying, well, they hated it. And I'm like, man, we had a totally different thing. Like we had a great time, you know? And then I went to Paris and everybody said, oh, it's going to be hard because you're going to stick out. You're really, really tall. You're really, really curvy. It's going to be weird. They'll probably treat you bad because they're all thin there. No, no, no. That's the rapiest place I've ever been in my life. (laughs) I was terrified. (laughs) But like minus that, like they think of you as like um, I kept getting asked if I was from like Norwegian birth or whatever. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to label me as an American. And when I would tell them I'm an American, they're like, no, you're not. <clears throat> and it was weird. Their ideas of American, like, no, you can't possibly be an American because you dress a certain way. You're not in a T-shirt, like whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't think my point to this being is I don't think they would spend five minutes 
on trying to figure out Americans. I really don't. I think they figure we're all going to extinct ourselves in the first place because we are in bad health. Right. And we don't want to do, you know, certain ABC to be like they are and eat seaweed every day and be healthy. Right. So why the hell would they want to know? And they're certainly not going to help us like with heart problems or lung problems. We're the sickest nation in the world. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of us the sickest New- nations. Yeah. I think it's us in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, so they're not going to care about doing any kind of, they can't use our DNA for like, a medium for regular people or anything because it's only good for the American genetics. And to make a cyber attack on a people that's already killing themselves, would you really waste the time? No. That doesn't and, make sense to me. And now that now that you brought it to that, that circle, Americans are usually v- viewed as dumb Americans. They, 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 they're very rude to you. If it, like you said, if you're dressed a certain way, if you're a military member in certain countries, they... There was we we couldn't even get off the the aircraft in Egypt because we were in uniform and they're like if if they see an American in uniform they will try and kill you and this was back yeah. in the yep. late nineties kidnap you yeah yeah uh huh so it's like yeah why would they do that you know, you, you know what I mean why are they yeah. why are they obsessed with our DNA so what if it leads back to here we'll go even a step more into the conspiracy conspiracy theories. What if it leads back to the deal with Eisenhower? Mm. And Grays? What if this leads back to not Grays? Because I don't believe in that. What if the, this is a spirit of fallen angels that they made a deal with? And what if they appeared to them, to Eisenhower, whoever, whatever, as a specific thing because like we've been looking for extraterrestrials we've been searching what if they appeared that way to them because i'll tell you one other person that saw gray <clears throat> alistair crowley did before right. that time uh, yeah and he said that awas and he drew a picture of it mm-hmm. looked like a gray that was i think the first the first one and he saw a few different ones, not Lamb. I'm talking about Awas. I'm pretty sure he was the one that looked like a gray. It's going to appear to you if you enter into the demonic realm, however you are going to accept it. So for me or for John D, let's go back to John D. They appeared as angels. Okay. For Crowley, they appear as an alien. For Joseph Smith, they appeared as God, the Father, and the Son. I do believe there is a correlation with all of this. And he made that deal. They say he made a deal with like the greys or aliens or extraterrestrials or demons or whatever you want to call them about experimentation on our seed for a long time. It was like a certain period of time. And you had all these people that would speak out against it for like this certain period of time. And then it ended. Do you notice like it just all of a sudden was like Stop. done? Yeah. So right. are, I think it was a treaty. So are you referring to this as possibly being Nephilim making making a deal? Yes. I think that they I think that you know a lot of the extraterrestrial stories that people talk about when they've been kidnapped is uh sexual experimentation as far as their their eggs they remember having eggs stolen they remember having um being in a room with children they remember seeing children that didn't look quite right there's photos of them people have drawn this isn't just like one person this is like a phenomenon that they have drawn themselves in rooms of children and and they like felt like they knew them but they didn't know them right and they felt like they were maybe partly theirs. And then they would also had people that had been taken and they would say things like, do you, can you tell the difference between you and them and you and them and you and them and like show them a lineup of people or like film. And they would say, can you pick out people like you or people like us? And some people would say it's all the same. And Mm. some people would say they're different than we are. And is that what we experience with all the psychopathy in the world today? All the people with minus feelings, like people that don't have normal 
functioning feelings. And I'm not just talking about a rare case of psychopathy. That is a very rare thing. It shouldn't be on a large scale. You know, we have gotten such as a population so narcissistic in our day and age in the last five years, they have removed narcissism as an actual diagnosis in the mental health diagnosis codes. Did you know that? I did not know that. No. Yeah, that is such a strange thing for them to do. They have literally got to a point where now they don't diagnose that anymore because it's so common. That shouldn't be. No. That should be rare. That, that yeah. That'd be and like I, saying, um, all right, we're gonna take the the word diabetes out of uh out of diagnosis because well shit, fifty to 75% of Americans have diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's just part of it. Yeah. (laughs) And when you're talking about mental health and how this affects a population, if there is that many people out there that actually do have this sort of population where I'm not talking about, I think honestly, in my personal opinion, I feel like most of the seed has been tainted at this point. But I think there's levels, right? There's right. levels to this stuff where it matters and where it doesn't matter. Like that, obviously, they're looking for certain things. And one of them is the gene of ISIS, like gene O sis. Like Genesis. <laughs> oh, wow. I like that. that. That's a new one for me. Uh, yep. Yep. That's one of them. And see, that's so strange. Like I'm talking about things that they know about. And then you go into things like, um, okay, we can go into, you know, the fact that they can create a new liver for you. They can create, um, organs for Mm -hmm. you. They can do, um, you know, different DNA manipulations on infants. You can have designer babies. You you're talking about, and what's the guy and I'm going blank. Sorry. And normally I know this really good. He was the guy that made all the DNA and they killed him, but he said he killed himself. But the, I'm going to think of it in a minute. It's where they can mess with DNA. And then he was all of a sudden dead and he was a young kid. Um, CRISPR technology. There we go. CRISPR technology. And so all these things seem like to me, Everybody says, okay, back in the olden days, they had angels and they had all these things and they had all this weird stuff, right? And nowadays we don't. And nowadays we don't have miracles. And nowadays we don't see angels. And nowadays we don't do this and that. What if they do, but you just aren't seeing it because it happens so often, right? What if... Or or they've taken if, that, that, that gene out of you to be able to see it. Or they know what's in you or looking for those of us who have the God gene. You know, that's been one that they've really Mm -hmm. been looking for. They say that only, I think it was 30% of the population. It might've been less. I think it was like 20 something has an inner monologue, like where you literally talk to yourself, you know, inside your head. Yeah. It's like uh, 30 or 35% of people only have this. And I'm, when I heard that, I'm like, I've been talking to myself since I was a little kid. Like, I know. I almost fell off my chair. What, I was like, when did this wait, become a thing what? that people don't have that? Yeah. yeah, I was like, and I've never known anybody because all I can go off of is my family, right? Or right. like people like us. You wouldn't probably be in this community if you didn't have it. Like, because we're the talkers, if right? I, if I wasn't thinkers, full on retarded, no, I wouldn't be in this community. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have it. And then you talk to people like you and they have it. But finally, I met somebody that didn't have it. And I was so amazed. My daughter's boyfriend, he doesn't have it. What? He's like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, he was like, what are you talking about? I don't have that. And I was like, what are you talking about? You don't have it, you know? How do you and, how do you have a thought process yeah. then? I don't even, he just said, what do you mean? I just think when I think. And I said, you don't think about like, and then I'm going to go do blah, 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 while you're going to go do blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't like think in your brain about it first. And he's like, oh, that's weird. You guys are weird. And I was like, holy crap, I finally met somebody that, that doesn't, you know, because wow. so, I I hadn't before, right? you know, and I, he's very, he's shy and more quiet and stuff. So I was like, well, maybe there's certain personality traits with that, you know, mm-hmm. and then that goes back to maybe they're looking for something, 
you know, like they, they've already said they're looking for the God gene. They've already said they're looking for the gene of ISIS. They've already said they're, they're looking at different weird CRISPR technologies. They've already talked about all this stuff a little by little. You've heard about it like an inch at a time, mm-hmm. you know, like this, it, they're not going to go backward and admit like, yeah, you know, we made a new world and we didn't have enough people. And this world was here because we stole it from the Tartarians and we killed all of those. And then, so we had to have some babies because we didn't know what to do about it. And, and they had weird things. Like there was notes with a lot of these babies and this is so strange. And it would be like, what to do? Like if it cries, feed it. If it if it cries, check its diaper. If who the hell has to tell people this? Right. I'm just curious. That's like normal human behavior. Like, like okay, uh, right. M- when my daughter was a preemie, she's crying. Is her did did she poop in her diaper? Nope. Well, she's probably hungry. Put a bottle in her mouth. Oh wow, yeah, she was really hungry. Ta-da! And I mean, at the end of that, like nobody had to tell you that. Nobody had to come and say, hey. Even if you were a young child, my daughter's a pretty young child. She's nine, almost 10. No one would have to tell her. Now, I wouldn't want this to happen because her babysitting of babies just terrifies me. But like, I'm just saying, if she had to, if something happened and she got left a baby until the cops came, I think she would know. I think she would just be like, well, this is what you do because I have dolls and I know this is what we do, right? At some point, it's a natural human instinct. Right. Why would you need a letter saying like check its diaper and weird? I mean, that's just so weird. To me. Well, now that you bring you that know, up, and- didn't didn't this Cabbage Patch Kid dolls come with a letter on how to take care of? Yes, them? of a yes. No, no. This is even better. They came with a letter of adoption. That's what it was. <laughs> and what are we talking about? The orphan trains and adoption. Right. And so you had to adopt this baby, and then. I mean, like, it's just so classic. Like, it was almost like revelation of the method, but with children. Somebody was like, you know what? I'm tired of making movies. Like, whatever. Let's just make a doll. Mm -hmm. And do you know how many of them were blonde hair and blue eyes or redheaded? There was a lot. Oh, yeah, totally. I remember my sister, she's six, almost seven years younger than me, uh, or no, Sorry, she's eight years younger than me. Um, <laughs> when she was young, uh, uh, Cabbage Patch kids were were a thing. You know, it was still early 90s, yeah. what have you. I remember going to the store with my mom and trying to find a Cabbage Patch kid that had her name on it. Like, had had the same name as her so mm-hmm. she, she could have it for Christmas because that's what, that you know, that was all the that's rage. everybody wanted. You know what I got? I got a redheaded one and it never went away out of my, my DNA. Like now I just like redheads. (laughs) (laughs) My husband's a redhead and my ex-husband's a redhead. And my boyfriend before that husband was also a redhead. So you have a thing for gingers. That's funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So to back. It's true. It's true. That whole story is a very, it it almost makes you again go back, like I said, about this new movie that came out like whatever last week. I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant is cap. I was bred by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost code, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been starting to find out, doesn't really hold. Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals. Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit jobs from Botox to light bulbs, light bulbs in my head of where I might go. I'm on a tightrope, walking the edge. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, yeah Fuck And I've been wondering if, look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick I take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I wanna soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause Fuck 
I'm batshit what you read in the covenant It's cap, you were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it, we batshit what we read in the covenant It's cap, we were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap into pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this They bitch made Hey, keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride While I flow ride the valor of rhyme I'm flying high by the seat of my pants A beat speaking to me, know I'm talking back every chance Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France But in the northwest I trip without a traveling band Yeah, and that's word to my cat plug I'm higher than giraffe puss, look what the cat drug in Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub At midnight I don't fill it up with the tap cup Soaking in my cannabis suds, anything for a buzz Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug Peel through a fat stash, burning the last snug I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from But here I am, still stuck in the bathtub My brain fried, but honestly I'm fine I'd rather not have one, I'm batshit I'm fucking batshit And it's your fucking fault It's their fault Straight up I'm done I'm batshit what you read in the covenant It's cap, you were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound All with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.